Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Horror Podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. On episode 72, boy have we got a show for you. We are reviewing Willy's Wonderland starring Nicolas Cage. Our something to scream about is Show Me What You Got. And our movie from the vault is Slumber Party Massacre that Paul pulled out of the bag last episode. How you been, mate? You alright? I pulled something out of the bag. <laughs> God. <laughs> watching that view anyway yeah I'm, I'm good i'm good mate i'm good i've had a great i've had a good couple of weeks cool yeah. what you been up to what you've been watching fill my ears with joy well you'll be pleased to know that i uh recently got back into the walking dead oh awesome cool uh, have, you got, have you caught up now i'm done i am on episodes i finished episode 16 of season 10 the other day what a fucking end what a fucking end. I mean, I'll tell you what, I realised why I dropped out of it. Because when I started, I started going back in and I was trying to watch uh, season eight. Yeah. And I was bored as hell still. Mm. Bored as my fucking, it really annoyed me. And it's Rick. Rick's a drip. I ain't got nothing to live for. And, you know, Carl's dead. It's spoilers. It fucking people ain't watched it. Carl dies. Anyway. So <laughs> I was like, He's just, he's just not carrying it anymore. He's just lost it, right? He's lost it. He's a sweaty, hot mess. <laughs> and I just didn't want to see his fucking moany, moany fucking failing ass anymore. And I, I had to skip that episode where there is like him going out and like, oh god, the flashback, like fuck off. What, it annoyed the last, me. The last episode that he was in. Yeah. Yeah. I quite like that. I, I got quite emotional because uh, I'd watched quite a lot up till then. And I, I was like, ah, oh, especially with us meeting him and that. Have I ever told you we met him? <laughs> <laughs> I meant to. Um, I was, mate, I was sick to death of it. So, but then I was like, okay, come on, season nine, what are you going to give me? And it's like, okay, the whole, you, you know, it doesn't, I think it's halfway, is it halfway through season nine? It tip, it sort of, or like a few episodes in when he goes off and Judith and they have that eight, the time jump and the time jump works. Oh yeah, that's what I think brought me back into it was the time jump because people kind of a lot of people like just went oh I can't bother anymore and just left it and it got really good again. Yeah, the Whisperer storyline is fucking actually fantastic. Even though, mm, mm, you know, Alpha's a bit of a dick and her accent kind of annoyed me. The rest of it is kind of like yeah, it's it's uh, it's it was awesome and like the stuff with Negan goes quite deep and stuff like that. It's back and forth and Mm. you know and like. He is kind of a broken man, but at the same time, he's he's still Negan deep down. It's fucking. It was. But it's it was clever, good. isn't it? How they switch him and then they switch him back. It's just like you just. It's such a 
such a good character. Yeah, they switch storylines as well. You start they, to like him, and you fucking yeah. really, he's on side. And like, yeah. So good. like, if you if you watched if you're a fan of the comic and stuff, like that, and the stuff with Lydia, her daughter, and stuff it was in the comic was all to do with Carl. Then mm-hmm. then to them to switch it. Uh, with Henry, who I didn't really care too much about, so I was kind of like uh, the spot, the heads on Spike. So, uh, and I was like, okay, who have they got rid of? You know, because in the comics, obviously that's completely different. Ezekiel's got his head on a spike. Mm-hmm. Um, Rosita. Spoilers for everyone out there. So there's a few biggies and stuff like that, but I was still kind of disappointed in the book who they got rid of. I was like, eh. um, but yeah, in the in the movie, I'm like, okay, they got that was a big kind of surprise. The biggest one that kind of broke me a little bit was edith mm. yeah that was a big one and i was like oh, okay fair enough gotta give you a round of applause for that and the rest and then from then on i was like all right and the, the last few episodes were fucking awesome when like beta like lost it and it, i still haven't worked out like who what what rock star he's meant he's meant to be a rock star isn't he what based on a rock star is he well he's, he is the the whoever because he's got that mask on permanently yeah. And there's a little joke at the end uh, when Negan kills him and stuff like that, or, you know, gets on and he's like, oh, my God, it's him. And, you know, they said that, and I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And I haven't read too much on it, but apparently he's like, um, he's a rock star. Oh, okay. So that's why they have that reaction and stuff like that. He's someone quite famous, which is quite Oh, fun. right, okay. So, and I think it was like, that was his music that was, oh, something like that. I don't know. I need to look into it more. But, yeah, fantastic. Love that. So yeah, binging, binging through The Walking Dead has kept me busy, as well as a little recommendation from you. Oh, what was that? I watched Saint Maud. Oh, you've watched it? Awesome. Cool. What did um, you think? I had to rent it from Amazon Prime. Yeah. Worth every fucking penny. That could have been film of the year last year. I really think I don't. What that that could have tipped it for me from. Um, well, this that's the thing. That's why right, right up there. I was a bit annoyed that we kind of like. Because of COVID and everything, we, we missed it, really, didn't we? Um, it's you, you went to see it. At the I city. managed to, yeah. Well, I don't remember why I couldn't go in the end. I can't remember. But the the thing is, I was just like, there's no way I'm going to let Bill and Ted Face the Music be the last fucking film I watch at the cinema. <laughs> no fucking chance. I blocked that from my mind. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. That's cool. Maybe it, we'll have to do a little, like, uh, maybe a little kind of uh, chat about it in another episode or something. Yeah, because it, it's seriously awesome. Um, she is fucking incredible, the sort of main actress, and it's really, really dark. and really, really grips you the yeah. whole way through, yeah. doesn't it? It's really, really, like, you don't take your eyes off. You're really invested in it. You, don't, you just don't move. The music is crazy. Oh, it's just, yeah, it's a clever It's a clever Irish as well, or Irish, yeah. anyway. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Welsh, I can't remember, but, you know. Fucking good. Really, really enjoyed oh, good. it. I'm glad you like that. That's good. That's good. Something different, which I liked. So, yeah, that's been me. Um, I'm at, oh, wow. I rewatched a couple of other things. I watched, rewatched World War Z the other day. It was like okay. a little, little board moment, but that's good fun. I like that. Awesome. What about you? What, what have you been watching? Well, I, it's funny that because I've, I've watched something that you recommended. I went and watched that crime scene vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Awesome. What'd you yeah. think? Fucking crazy. I mean, I knew I knew of the story. Um, I might spoil some things if you haven't watched it and stop listening. But um, yeah, I knew of the story, but I thought it was an unsolved mystery. I thought it was one of those things that was unsolved. 
Um, obviously until I watched the whole documentary. And you're right, it's fucking crazy, man. It was just like, I, I, my wife watched it with me and I was just like, I came to a point where I was like, she, it seems like she's on some kind of drugs or something. There's something not right about this. I, there's got to be an explanation. And then obviously when it came to the end, it explained everything. It was just like, ah, oh, right, okay. It seems like it makes more sense. But it seems like just a really tragic accident uh, with a catastrophic amount of errors by police not to spot it earlier, which is just mental. Yeah, there's that. Well, there's one catastrophic error, but like the rest of it, the, the, the public... Yeah, one big. <laughs> yeah, the mob, the internet mob. Yeah, really, well, they really, really... It shows me. you how, you know, the internet can sometimes be great, but in some cases it can absolutely destroy poor people's lives that that it's just evil sometimes um but yeah i agree with that side of things it's horrible but yeah it was it was it was such a good documentary i didn't even know that um it was uh produced by from ron howard oh i didn't know that yeah um and brian glazier so interesting but yeah it was really enjoyable apart from that i haven't really watched anything else really Fair dues. All right, well, let's get on to some newsy, newsy, news, news. Yeah, yeah, go on, what what you got? Oh, you want to be to go? Okay. Or, or, well, yeah, you go. I picked, I picked up a, a lovely little thing that I saw on Instagram in the in the past week. Okay. There, there's a one, one fan's Lego Ideas project imagines Jaws playset that could become real with your help. I don't know where it is at the moment. Mm. I did put my signature to it because apparently you can come up with lego ideas and if they get enough signatures they they will take them forward that's and, correct uh, yeah so if you go onto the lego I can't remember site, how many signatures exactly you have to have before they start thinking it's five hundred thousand or something like that it's like a big number it's a big fair big number half mil because there is uh, a guy doing a nightmare before christmas one and he's done one and it looks really really cool and he's got loads of signatures i would buy this i would buy i mean looking at the orca and uh the shark i would buy it Definitely. Oh yeah, that, and, uh, that, you sent me a picture of it, didn't you? And it does look epic. I know I can count on two hands straight away how many people I know would buy it. So <laughs> yeah, just people so, like, oh. if you like it, if you like Jaws, go on the Lego site, find it, and put your signature. It won't take long. I did. I'm it. sure if you put Lego built by, we'll we'll try and find a link and we'll yeah, post it on social media. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be a good shout. Awesome. Uh, what else is there? I watched a trailer. Yes. That dropped today. Or was it yesterday? Today. Today as in Friday. Yeah. Um, which is Army of the Dead. Zack Schneider's Army of the Dead. Mm. Uh, Dave Bautista Hellman. And yeah, fucking zombies in Vegas, man. Bring it. It's good, doesn't it? Looks good. I'm interested in that. But the, Zach, but the, Zach the crazy Schneider. thing is, it's yeah, coming to Netflix. Yeah, okay, so it's not getting a big release, but it's fine. But Netflix is big at the moment. I mean, it's no, it's coming... great. I think it's great. I mean, it's like we don't know if cinema's going to be open yet. So May twenty first, I'm up for that, mate. That'll be one for the mate. That'll be one that we'll be uh, reviewing. I'm looking forward to that for this year. I love an off. I love an off the dead. So uh, oh, yeah. anything off the dead. Anything off the dead. So bring that, man. That'd be a fucking great one to look at. Um, some. News around the guy who did Scare Me. Okay. Um, 
what's his name? Josh, is it? Josh R- Rubin. Rubin? Is it Josh Rubin? Is it Josh Rubin? Yeah, um, so, yeah, some news from the guy, uh, Josh Rubin, who did uh, Scare Me, that we reviewed back la- late last year. Mm. And we were talking about it then, weren't we, that he's, he's on, he's doing a werewolf movie. And yeah. There's been announced that it's going to be called Werewolves Within. Oh. Uh, out on June the 25th. And then on to VAD. Uh, so, this limited theatre... But we'll see, you know, we'll see what that is. It's been described as a horror comedy. Um, shenanigans ensue when a massive blizzard isolates a small Vermont town, causing simmering resentments to boil over as the oddball townspeople are one by one picked off by a mysterious creature. Um, so it's got, it's going to have that scare me charm. Isolate, isolation. Sounds like turkey. it. Low budget. Yeah. Yeah. I'm quite looking forward to this one. Mm, definitely one to look out for. It's yeah. Well, the the, the lichen tropically frop- themed horror comedy is both a who done it and a what done it. And it sounds quite interesting, man. I'll be I, I like what you do with scare me, so I'll be watching that when it comes out. Um, what else have I got? A new paranormal activity movie. Just when we thought we didn't need any. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think um, being uh, Jason Blum is involved is in this one. So, yeah, look forward to that. Cool. <laughs> Christopher Landon is officially on board to write the franchise next instalment. And Christopher Landon did Happy Death Day and Freaky. Very good too. Still haven't seen Freaky. Mm. Um, so I don't know, man. Um, fresh off William Eubank is uh, last year's Underwater. We liked Underwater last year. He, he's directing. Him. So I don't know. It's got some good names attached to it. Um, and it's an unexpected retooling of the franchise. I love all the par- paranormal activity yeah. movies. We, we both love them. So, even the crap ones. So, I don't care. Give me it all, mate. It sounds good. It's got some good, good, good people on board, sounds like. Bring it on. Bring what? that fucking on. I've got some news. This first off the bat. Remember that mucky little film we watched a few years back called Serbian Film? <laughs> mucky film. Okay, <laughs> now. I don't know if that's how I describe it, but yeah, go on. Well, it's interesting because I have seen that they are bringing out uh, a little action figure of Milos, the main guy in it. Fucking what? Uh, I know. And they'll make anything these days. So it's done by a company called Unearth Toys, and apparently it's going to be around $100, uh, and the first batch is only going to be 100 uh, made. And apparently they're going to make some rare ones, and I dread to think what the rare ones are going to be. Oh, like. God. When are they out? <laughs> I don't know. There's no date yet. It's just been a little picture, but um, it's like a little picture of, like, a hundred of them all in a row. It's crazy. Maybe we can get our revenge on Doigi for making us watch Robert <laughs> and by buying him when it, <laughs> this is an action figure. <laughs> $100. Fuck that. Uh yeah. Oh mate, that's disgusting. I don't I think that should be boycotted. <laughs> crazy, crazy. So not only that, I did see this this is interesting, that they are going to make another pet cemetery movie. Yeah. What's all this about then? I just I couldn't be asked to read it because I was like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> well, apparently it's gonna Locked be out for those trucks. It's gonna be an origin story. Um but then there's another film in the works as well. So there's not much about it at the mo- moment. Um, but 
it's it's been adapted um and they've got writers on board um so yeah watch this space because i mean the first one made so much money um that it just made them think well might as well make another one so could be interesting that the, the remote weren't too bad it was okay yeah it's right uh, but yeah watch this space. Was right. yeah right. and the last bit of news i've got only really quickly is funny enough Chopping Mall is 35 years old. It was 35 years old on the 23rd of Feb. And if you would like to go and hear our, our um, interview with Kelly Maroney on episode 71, go and do it. Yeah, that episode is absolutely smashing it out there, mate. Time, we timed that quite well. 35 years. Almost as if we planned it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't. I know. Trust me. <laughs> Never know. We might get we might get good at that sort of shit. That'd be funny. <laughs> Seems like everything we plan though, it always, always is around something. It just find, suddenly fits in. It's funny. It's great. That's all I got, dude. All right. Well, let's. Uh, in, in, with all the news done, let's move on to our main review. Welcome to Willie's Wonderland. Spend the night cleaning Willie's Wonderland, and I will pay to have your car fixed. Deal? You are officially on staff. Let's get the hell out of here. I can't stand to hear a grown man scream. This place has a dark history. I know the bullshit story they told you. It's a lie. You're here to be a human sacrifice. Have you been listening to a word I've been saying? He's gonna die in here, but he won't listen to me. Okay, so this episode's review is Willy's Wonderland starring Nicolas Cage. A quiet drifter is tricked into a janitorial job at the now-condemned Willy's Wonderland. The mundane tasks suddenly become... An all-out fight for survival against wave after wave of demonic animatronics. This fly kicks land, titans clash, and only one side will make it out alive. It's your birthday! It's your birthday! I mean, Christ, it's uh, it's another banana split, isn't it? But better. No, I've got I've got to say something before we start. This is fucking Nicholas Cage is a fucking genius. He's a he fucking gets legend. Cage. Spoilers, to not fucking talk. <laughs> Just be Nicolas Cage and uh, not talk. The guy deserves a medal. Do you think he got paid less for not talking? Do you reckon he doesn't, like, he gets paid the same? Like, literally. I was thinking about this. I was like, he's going to say just one thing, like one, there's going to be like a one-liner or something like that. Not one word throughout the whole movie. <laughs> I feel, what a fucking legend. But the performance that he put on, fucking great. The ad-libbing everything, oh my god, so, so, so we're talking about, like, a little, little dance, dance moves, he's got some, he's got some great dance moves. Well, we'll get to that, mate. we'll get to that, don't blow, don't blow your load, um, so yeah, we're talking about this film, it kicks off, it's obviously like a dilapidated, is that a word, dilapidated? Um, dilapidated. Yeah, dilapidated, kind of like, children's birthday, kind of, like, place where you go for pies, but it's like a, a kind of small, kind of like 
place, right? With like yeah, it's basically themed a... around animal animatronics. Themed around like, the birthday day. Themed around a weasel. Yeah. Among uh, and his mate and his friends called Willy's Wonderland, and yeah. you got you got you obviously you have got the 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 first scene. Uh, well, not the first scene actually. The start of the movie after the first scene, um, and you see the foot come out and you just see the first thing you see is cowboy boots and straight away you know it's Nicolas Cage and it straight away um it looks good he looked good in the movie he really good nice trimmed beard looked a bit fake but um yeah so he is kind of what like you know his car's fucked up because of a weird reason no they, they, they they trapped him well, yeah, we know that, but it's it's like it's just at the start you're like that's a bit weird. Like, why has somebody put these on the road? But obviously, yeah, you find out why later on in the movie. But he just gets away with not saying anything. And this guy's just trying to rip him off on his car, um, and then they make a deal, right? Yeah, to just clean the place. I mean, this is this is a genius of the movie. This the townsfolk, like the sheriff, you know, there's you know the classic you know, little town that is in on it and it's all about around human sacrifice and stuff and they, they've entrapped Nicolas Cage. And he's just so clean, cool, concise. He's just carrying around a fucking burlap sack full of fucking um, some kind of Red Bull. Yeah, it's an energy drink, isn't it? An energy drink. It's like you're going to see, you are going to see these energy drinks pop up everywhere on eBay. People are going to be buying them just like all the Mandy stuff. Yeah. Um, telling you right now because this is another one of those films where it will just oh, have a I'll, massive cult following I'll take the t-shirt I'll take a couple of t-shirts exactly the t-shirt will be it I'll literally give it it's probably already online right now as we speak there's some great running jokes through it and stuff um, some lovely little moments of um, violence I think are incredible like and just some like really really good in jokes you know and there's the, the he's just so cool calm collected with He's all he's doing throughout the whole movie. Mr. Cage has just got a bit of spray and a cloth in his hand, and he's cleaning this whole dirty pile of shit. And it's quite impressed. I was quite impressed. More than uh, impressed. It was yeah. unreal. <laughs> and then every now and again, some fucking. You know they must have filmed that backwards as well, so they must have had it all cleaned. <laughs> and then and then like did the cleaning scenes, and then obviously fucked it all up, and then filmed him coming in. It must have been all backwards, but it's clever. I liked it. Yeah, I agree. And and like you know, the the puppetry was really good. The animatronics were fantastic. I mean, we said we, like we're going to see more of this when we saw banana splits and stuff like that. Um, and we have. I mean, this is like a a take on that. I uh, think this is an amped up version. It's almost yeah. like um, kind of what banana splits should have gone with. Really, I'll tell you one thing I didn't like about this movie. And I've got to be honest. And I don't know if it's purpose or on purpose or not, but I really didn't like it, really any of the kids that acted nah. on their side. It's like I know that they're, they're kind of supposed to be disposable, I would say, and it's pretty obvious what's going to happen. And uh, the the whole <laughs> it's almost the writing around the bit as like how are we going to get these kids in this place so they can get off by one by one? It seemed like it was just a bit of a a lame way of them getting into the building. Did you not? Do you not agree? That was the sort of low budgetness of it all. I don't but, know if that's maybe that's supposed to be tongue in cheek though. Like I just yeah, but it was just a bit. That was the only off bit. I was like, huh. But let's talk about some of the kills. 
What for the animatronics or for, wow. for the kids? Yeah, both of them. It's pretty. It's pretty violent, isn't it? <clears throat> and the uh, creature design is clever. Think, yeah, so creature design is great. There's a little bit. There was a little bit of CGI in it. A little bit of CGI. Yeah, yeah, that there was. Yeah, you're right. But most of it's cool. Like the tur- the toilet curb stomp was pretty fucking. Yeah, uh, that's, with, that's with crazy. A little homage to uh, <laughs> uh, American. I don't know what was it called. Fuck's sake. American Kyle. History X. Yes, a little little nod to American History X. I like that. Um, I'm going to feast on your face, said the, <laughs> said the ostrich, and he just gets his fucking face beaten in, um, and his head, his head ripped off by Cage. That was great. I like so, that, the, the fucking like, little impy elf-type woman. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. The way she moves and stuff, and like fucking, it's a bit freaky. She like was toying with them. She didn't really kill them, did she, much? She was like, more, like tongue. toying them. What what one was the tongue? Was that the one? I thought, I, was that oh, no, that was the weird buggy thing that tried to to be someone's friends. That was just really weird. I just want to get out of here. Lies, lies. Fucking weird, mate. That's yeah, so Tinkerbell weird. the siren who was just trying to fuck them all, which is but, great. But the thing is, like, what? And I, I know you're probably not supposed to, but what? Because I thought the whole story is going to lead out. Nicholas Cage is is going to be like something to do with the story. It doesn't seem like he's just there because of like because he's there because he's been put there. It's almost like he knows what's going to happen because he keeps going back to this pinball machine, downs the energy drinks. I know he's got to stay awake to clean the place or whatever, but you don't really give a shit what's going on behind him. What what the fuck is he? Who is he? And what's he about? Well, that's the the, the question. I know, but it annoys me. <laughs> I want to know what the fuck he's about. He's just a guy in a Maserati uh, who's just trying to get his fucking car back so he can get the fuck on the road. Yeah. Um, but he just does it in this really, I don't know, it's so, so weird. It's almost so like weird. he's an alien type thing or something. It's just like, he's just where he's like playing on that football machine. He's just well into it. It did, but it worked. The thing is, his demeanor yeah, yeah, totally. and his, um, his, his sort of approach to it all, it actually really did work. It wasn't, com- didn't come across as cheesy. It's just like, it's just a fucking, he's kind of a badass without being a badass. It was fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Like he was supposed to get killed, obviously, off really easily. But he just kind of, any time an animatronic creature just tried to come up to him, he just looked at him really nonchalantly and then just beat the fuck out of him. Doesn't, it's not like he finds it weird either he's just like he's just like watching it wasn't he it's just like he didn't go oh my god it's like have any reaction he's just like literally solemn and then he's not fucked he doesn't really care because he's playing on his pinball machine he could get well, yeah, he's, clean that. he's clean that up he, every time his watch goes off he's got to take a break and get another fucking bit of get a, a bit of energy and he just if someone's getting you know he's, he sort of rescues them sometimes and other times he's like, but what's the thing behind behind the energy drink? No, no, it... honestly, don't know, don't know. I'd have to go. So I don't. Know. The boot crew have done a an episode. We're talking to the director. Maybe I'll read that. Yeah, um, I haven't heard it yet. I'd like to listen to that. See if anything gets explained. But I just thought it was fucking cheap. I just thought it was brilliant. <laughs> it was. It was great fun. I mean, it's just like really, really interesting. Um, it's just one of those. It's just a stupid fucking horror. Um, 
full of wackiness and it's going to have like um and it is going to have an appeal out there and oh yeah absolutely i really like i I really like the wackiness of it and i really like i like the fact that the the way it was made and and shot and the creatures and and stuff it was cool and like i said it's quite low budget and it's all shot real like tight close and stuff so but yeah i overall it's good it's good fun wasn't it it's good fun i liked it it was it was really good fun there's not really much more yeah, to talk about. Really. It again. There ain't no, there's this problem with this one. It's like, you know, it's not, there's nothing like, and there's no, no intelligence to it, really. Um, it's just daft, um, good, you know, one of those toy fucking horror movies that you'd probably just go and have a laugh at. It's done pretty well, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's on Amazon Prime. Go check it out. I don't think there's anything else to talk about with it, you know, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> just go and see it. You have to go and see it. Very, yourself. very long sex scene, which you don't really see nowadays. Nowadays. Oh, that was just weird. <laughs> <laughs> funny though. Yeah, it was funny. Little crocodile perv. <laughs> but yeah, what about you, mate? Let's just let's not fuck about. Let's what, <laughs> what, what are you rating this bad boy? I would go with a probably. I'd be, I mean, I enjoyed it thoroughly, and I thought it was good fun. So I'd probably say. Seven or eight? Okay, I was gonna go. I thought it was above average. I was gonna go for about six. Okay, then, but it was, let's, let's let's go let's go six then. Six seven. <laughs> well, let, let's split a diff. Go seven. And it's 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 just good fun. Just good fun. That's go watch it. I enjoyed it, and it wasn't too long, and it was good. Nicholas Cage was awesome. Good effects, and it was just a bit of fun, wasn't it? It's not gonna. But it's a talking point. It's, I'd like to know what the fuck's going on with that ending. Um, where yeah. it's going to go after that. Weird, weird and wacky fun. Mm-hmm. Um, our next one though, maybe a bit more serious, don't know. Find out, we're going to do, we're going to do, um, Morehouse and Benson. Um, we did, I think one of our first episodes, I think it's, is it our first episode or our Very second? early on, wasn't it? Second episode, I think it might have been. Uh, yeah, because our first one was Cargo, second one was Endless. So, we did, um, Aaron, Morehead and Benson, we did the film Endless. They've come back now with Synchronic with um, Anthony Mackie and Jamie Dorman. Oh, my fucking word. I cannot wait to talk about, about this and yeah. talk through this and watch it and fucking, it looks incredible. So yeah, it's on Amazon now for 9.99, but you know, but it's, it is one that probably would have been in a cinema. So they're on to go and do Moon Knight now at Marvel. They're Marvel boys. Oh my God. So yeah, this would be, this would be one to watch. Um, lots of uh, interesting conversation. I can't wait to talk about it. And that's that. Absolutely. Right. Let's move on to our something to scream about. What do you want from me? Why don't you run from me? What are you wondering? Why do you know? Why aren't you scared of me? Why do you care for me? In this episode, we're uh, doing. Show me what you got. Show me what you got. Show me. I'm going to get Matt to go first this time because I went first last time. Yep, cool. So, Matt, so what this little bit we do is basically bring some kind of memorabilia that we've bought and we're going to talk about it. And then we'll show, we'll showcase it a little bit on uh, on social media. 
So, Matt, show me what you got. Well, I have got brought with me today one of my prized possessions that I absolutely love, and it's a replica Jason Voorhees mask. Oh, I remember you buying that. Signed by Kane Hodder. When we went to London Film and Comic Con, was it last year? No, it was the year before. Or last, yeah. Uh, I had... I had the pleasure of uh, meeting Mr. Hodder. Um, I've always wanted to meet him, actually. I think he's an awesome bloke, and when I met him, he was even more awesome. Um, I had a really good talk to him about his documentary and a couple of other things, but he did. A, he was really nice enough to do a soundbite for us as well for the podcast. He did. And he signed my replica mask, and it says, To Matt, from Kane Hodder, Jason. Seven, eight, and nine, and an X. I, I mean, the mask itself is quality. Jason X. You, yeah, you had you had one with you, but it was just you didn't it really fucking shat. Yeah, this one's hard wearing, isn't it? Like yeah, if you ta- tap it on, tap it on the mic, give it a knock. So yeah. this is a proper nice resin made mask. Um, I mean, it's not a necker one, okay? You know, I can't afford everything, but it's a lovely <laughs> little thing, and um, yeah. I love it because it's cool and he was really nice and I've got a picture of him as well and he's like choking me up and it's one of my favourite photos and it's up on my wall now which I put on recently. The moment was quite oh, special as well. We were, we were there and uh, Matt gave him a nice little present, gave him a bottle of crack and we had to talk that's about... to smooth him up for the yeah, podcast, mate. Yeah, he did. He did some good schmoozing, man. Um, <laughs> that was... Um, but we spoke to him about like, you know, about 10 minutes. It was good. Chat. It was good. He was a really nice guy. Lot, lots of time. So yeah, definitely, really, it was good. It was nice to meet him as well. And know that he's a really, really nice bloke, top bloke he is. So we'll definitely delve into Hatchet at some point as well. Oh, mate, we'll delve into all of it. We've got to do some more Friday films as well at some point. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Anyway, enough of that shenanigans. Show me what you got. Right, so we talk about this company quite a lot. Friends of the podcast. I'm going for a bit of um, Alley Cat graphics because, and I'm going to talk about the latest one which I bought. So, Alley Cat Graphics um, do this VHS collection. Uh, they've done 17 of them. The latest uh, is the Monster Squad. And uh, they're basically centred around a, like a two-inch like soft enamel pin. And then he builds, loads of, builds these, hand-builds these. Um, and comes up with loads of cool little designs. It, it comes up in a nice like collection box, which would be enough for any for any fan. But he puts loads of like um, random random things to do with the movie. So he, this is all stuff that he's created. So for starters, the pin is fucking for this time around is incredible, and it catch you can you can get a black and white one. You can see it on his website. Uh, Matt's got a copy of this, so he's he's seen it. Um, but yeah, the fucking pin is great to start with, but the rest of it, there's so much more that fucking three, three or four stickers in there. I think there was four, but one didn't fit in there. I might've got an extra one, don't I? But that's on my, on my wall. Well, not my wall, but my DVD collection, but the monster squad logo, copy of the pin. There's the backing board that you would usually get when you order a pit, order the pin, which is fucking great. Um, I just love it. It's just the way he, I don't know. It's just something appealing to me about the art that makes me want to go back again and again ordering these things. 
It's also um, the effort and love he puts into it. Yeah. Because this is really, is a real, I think it's a real, like, fan has made this. So he's put loads of effort into it and thought. It's not like, I'm just going to make loads of money, hopefully, and sell shitloads. Because they're strictly limited, right? What number did you get, Paul? What number did I get? Yeah. I got, what did I get? Where is it? So uh, I've heard the I've heard the uh, lower the number the the the, the battery thinks of you. Oh well, <laughs> I got a fifty-two out of one fifty. Oh, fifty-two, <laughs> you're way down the line. Yeah, he doesn't like me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I loved it. Like I, I think, oh, this little ID card. I'm part of the Monster Squad. New ID card, Frankenstein. No admittance for Phoebe or non-members. I mean, the fucking movie's great. I love all these stickers. I think they're absolutely fantastic. The Stephen King Rules t-shirt like sticker is such great little nods to the movie. And there's a fucking great poster in it that you could stick in a nice frame. I mean, that would look so fucking cool um, on the wall. I just love the art. I love it. It's a good representation of um, of the movie in itself. And it's, you know, the, the pin would be enough, but... All the stuff that you get with it is absolutely fantastic. And I, I've got this plus two others. I've got the thing and I've got the Jaws one and I, I've taken the Jaws pin out. Um, but I haven't, haven't used, utilized any of the stickers. And I really need to do that. And I don't know why I'm reluctant to kind of give it in like an unberthing. Well, that's the thing. The, the stuff is so nice that sometimes you're like, ah, oh, what? I, if I'm going to use this sticker, I need to make it be in a place that's going to be good <laughs> yeah like somewhere that's going to last like i've yeah. got i've got two on the back of my laptop i've got um a couple on the back of my ipad mm. um and i've got a couple more on my like dvd bookcase but i don't okay. i don't know you know i'm hoping that i probably won't get rid of those, that particular one now because it's got all the stickers on there mm. so it's worth <laughs> to me more than anything um, but it is finding a the the right place for it i put it on you know, I put a couple on a few notebooks and stuff like that. So I do, I do stick them around, but they are just like so fucking cool that you kind of do want them. But they're stickers, aren't they? You know, I'm like nearly forty. Where, should, where can, I, I need like some. Everyone loves a sticker. <laughs> you just want to stick them. Stick them somewhere. Look, go over to alleycatgraphics.com and get yourself some fucking horror merch. Fuck yeah, we love it. Absolutely love it. So I thought oh, I'd give that's that. A good. Nice to see that, dude. That was that was cool. Shall we crack on with our movie from the world? The basketball team is planning a party. A slumber party to bare their souls. All the girls are coming. Except Mary and Linda. And they won't be missed. The party begins at 8 o'clock. It's a slumber party for old time's sake. Love it too. Do you think I'm getting better? But be on the lookout for an uninvited guest. Please, please. When the pizza arrives, things really start jumping. Some people may have to leave early. But others will hang around and hang around. You're, you're underage. Negative. 
eat the dead guy's pizza. I feel better already. Really, I do. But for those who stay, there'll be plenty of surprises. <laughs> and non-stop action. <laughs> for sure no one's getting any sleep the night of the slumber party massacre close your eyes for a second and sleep forever oh yeah man and this is fucking deep deep from the vault 1982 so the movie i picked for this episode's move from the vault is the is the slumber party massacre from 1982 18 only an hour and 17 uh, the movie is about a female high school student slumber party turns into a bloodbath as a newly escaped psychotic serial killer wielding, wielding a power drill prowls her neighbourhood. Fucking not a bad little synopsis. I didn't, you know, he's a weird little fucking guy, wasn't he? Oh man, right. I don't know where we start with this. I, what we, I've never seen it. This is a new one for me. Absolutely the same. Um, so this is great, great first time again. So it reminds me of watching like the Mutilator for the first time. Um, certainly, definitely along those lines, in a way. Um, great title, Slumber Party Massacre. I think that's a fucking great title. I've seen Bang that. Title. Yeah, great, great title music as well. Great music throughout. Loved it. What were your first thoughts on this? Well, on, obviously this is my first watch. Um, yeah. I'll get on to what I thought about it earlier. Uh, I'll get on to what I thought about it later on. But opening, I thought, oh my god. This is, this is where <laughs> it's all gone wrong in that time. Where it was like so over-sexualized. It was unbelievable. Like literally a 10 minute basketball game where all the girls were blatantly not wearing bras and fo- it was focusing on their ass and their breasts. And then it splits to the most gratuitous shower scene for about another five minutes to a locker girl scene. Yeah, it was like, great, wasn't it? Jesus. <laughs> but it was like, you, I mean, if you had watched it in those times, you probably wouldn't have thought, thought of much. But obviously... In these times when we watch it back, I go, oh, I was just like, oh my god, it it's so blatant, it's so blatant. But female the crazy, director, female director, the, the craziest thing is, it's a female director and a female writer. But I'll get onto that in Matt's facts. We'll get onto that. So don't okay. let's not delve too deep onto that. Let's talk about the movie anyway. I've got that bit out of the way. I'm not moaning. I'm just saying, you know. No, I mean honestly, honestly, I thought the I thought the same within the first five minutes. Um, she's out of bed getting dressed in front of the oh shit yeah, i forgot about that bit as well yeah, you know, it, was, it was just too much it was too much you, you didn't like the gratuitous nudity no i just thought i thought it's too much i mean it's inter- interesting you say it like no you know i wrote down no need for boobs <laughs> of course you did. maybe that's because i'm fucking 40 but then i was thinking what was the target audience what was the target audience in 1982 for this movie was it then was it are we talking 
young pitching it at young teenage kids who are going to just want to watch you know a load of blood gore or was it just produced by a lot of old men that wanted to see more kind of stuff like that yeah maybe Um, but then it's interesting because there's a female director and stuff like that so yeah it was just um it's a really i mean when you see it i i don't know why i've avoided it but when you see the slumber party massacre you kind of go there's just going to be loads of boobs in it that's what i thought i thought as soon as i saw the title i thought this is going to be be a bit of a sleaze fest yeah that's what i thought yeah yeah but it was brilliant mate i fucking loved the film (laughs) i loved it i thought it was brilliant it was so much fun it was so just like again it's just like keeps happening where we're dragging up these classics that we haven't seen um and they just every time it's just like fucking out that was good that that was really really good because it's just the the double denim driller killer mate i'm so glad i've got that in my book literally says double denim loves the drill like literally the fact that like how is this film not called driller killer well there is a movie (laughs) called i know yeah i know it must that that was um but it's like i did not know and it's kind of weird because I thought this film would be quite an iconic thing. I mean, I don't see many things online about the kind of main guy in this, the killer. Um, and especially when he's got kind of a good little trait like, with a, with, that he kills with a drill, a massive fucking drill. Um, and what I found really cool about this movie that's different to a lot of other movies is that straight off the bat you see the killer. Um, and normally there's a load of point of view bollocks and like fucking first person kind of filming and which was a little bit of it but not much but i like the fact that they just showed this guy that he's just a fucking weird 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 man like the campest the campest he looks like the campest killer that you've ever met i mean i thought the genius behind it was that he was he just looked fucking odd he looked weird sweaty but he was just like there's some, you know, they did this beautiful thing where it seems that every single actor in this movie is deaf because these fucking murders that are taking place, they're not taking, they're not like subtle. No, you know, I mean, the yeah, first yeah. one's fucking great. Like, we get another weird. Yeah, another weird, weird, strange. I mean, reverse. I like it though, kind of reverse, reverse gender roles, especially for the time. Um, like a, like a phone, she's like a, a phone operator or someone engineer got, or something. Yeah, phone engineer. Phone line. Yeah. Um, who's getting ogled at by the fucking college boys, and she just gets fucking dragged into the uh, van when they just walk off two seconds later. She's banging on the window, smashing on the windows. Yeah. Ain't, ain't subtle. I like um, the way it goes straight in with it as well. Yeah. Fuck around. No fucking around here. There's no fucking around in this movie. The kills are. There's a lot. Yep. There's a lot, and we get a nice stalking moment in there as well. You know, that sort of... Cat mouse thing in the gym. Yeah. Kind of, kind of cool. Fucking... It was, it was, it was good. I mean, the weird, it's a weird choice of... It's a weird choice of weapon. I'm saying, um, man, this guy must have... That, that, that must have a good battery in it. Yeah. The battery life of fucking Christ knows. And for the 80s, I fucking don't think so. He must have been charging that shit. Like, somewhere. Because there's no way that drill would last that long. What's he doing? Carrying it around during the day, though? It ain't subtle. I know, where's it? It's just, it's fucking huge. He has to, you know, do it with two hands. 
fucking massive. Ain't it, like isn't, a, it isn't a drill that's like, I don't know, like a few it's inches. A household it's drill. fucking like half a meter long. <laughs> I love the bit as well, which was quite cool, and I do like this, when um, the, one of the, the girls, I think it's the coach, goes back to her house, and literally a fucking drill comes through the middle of the door, and you think, oh, shit. And, and there's this woman, and she's like, oh, I've installed your peephole. <laughs> and it's like, what? Yeah, but you nearly drilled my fucking face off while doing the peephole. Weird. That's great. <laughs> it's funny. Some, it's funny. That's funny. There's some great 80s pervin moments as well. I mean, this is another moment of the death. you got these two fucking, the two main kids in it. Or, well, they're 18, aren't they? Like two, Well, they look about 30, but yeah, yeah they're supposed the to be lads, like. About, well, they're at high school. They're supposed to be about 16, 17. No, they're, they're 18 because they say, oh. she says she's 18 at the beginning. Oh, okay. So I'm 18 now. So you get that established. So that I, I guess it's different for, you know, I didn't, that was a bit weird because they're playing. They still look ba- <laughs> Basketball as well, which you never see. And that's mm-hmm. weird. They're all very competitive as well and bitchy. And it's funny. And they're shit at basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Worst basketball ever. Fucking. And then the, the coach goes on out and basketball's over, now on to varsity baseball. I'm like, fuck, what they got to do? Oh, it's weird. Um, but these two little, little pervs are with the window open. And, but they've got, but, but they're talking and they can, it's right like, there. <laughs> it's like, how are they not being seen? The court, curtains are wide open. It's weird. Curtains are wide open. They're just watching the girls get undressed. Okay. And that sort of, yeah, again, again. The, the, I, ju- I just want to go back a little bit because we've got a talk about the fucking creepy next door neighbour. What the actual fuck was that guy about? I don't really know what to say about What mate. a major creep. It's like that comment where he goes, hey, don't tell your mum and dad that I came in and scared you and I won't say anything about the weed. It's like, you're fucking freaky. And then, then he's just fucking prowling around outside, killing snails with an axe. Yeah. What was that about? He's a fucking oddball. He deserved yeah. to get fucking chopped up. Yeah, he did. Drilled up. There Pretty. was some good deaths in it, and there's a lot. Yeah, I didn't count. Cool. I didn't count. You have to tell me. Hopefully, in Matt's facts, you got a kill count. Oh yes, of course we have. Great, because this one's got a massive kill count. Fucking great. Um, he helped us a little bit because he counted halfway through. Yeah, <laughs> but there's some great moments. Like lost one. There was like you know again the reverse gen- the gender reversal that they this is why it's sort of quite ahead of its time. So she was reading Playgirl. You know you don't often see that into a movie. So well, usually it's it, blokes. I, it's, I reckon with with like you said earlier, where the director was uh, a woman, maybe these bits were put in because she maybe put a foot down. I'd like to know whether that's true. Be interesting and to know. A couple of different things, yeah. But I thought. What was it? There's a, a a blender is louder than a horn. <laughs> Why did I write that down? Oh yeah, because fucking you were getting the horn while they were in, using the blender. No, there was uh, a ble- there were they were they were making some something in the kitchen. Oh, they're making while, daiquiris, strawberry. Yeah, daiquiris, whilst the yeah. horn, like she was trying to get, she was getting killed oh, out in the, the car. car horn. The car, yeah, the yeah. car horn, and it's like again, death. They can't hear the fucking car horn over a blender. Yeah. I'm like, what? So, oh, that was kind of like dizzy and funny, and the, but the neighbours did. Yeah, pizza, pizza man, no eyes. Well, where did that happen? I don't know. Yeah, he must have drilled out his eyes, but maybe, maybe they cut that scene out. 
Um, but they did have the weirdest kind of buffet ever. So they had strawberry daiquiris, pizza, what I could see that looked like Watsits and Twinkies. Sounds like a, a nice little spread. Sounds does not like that. Like I did like that there was quite a sensibleness to it as well. Like they were straight on the phone to the police. You know, they weren't like they, fucking they, about. They didn't phone the police. They phoned the coach, didn't they? Oh, is that what? <laughs> <laughs> they phoned the police. <laughs> No, I think they phoned the coach to, fu- uh, to fu- okay. no to find out some score, wasn't it? I thought they about bloody some kind of fucking baseball score or something. Amazing. Uh, and then uh, they scream, and then she's like, "Oh, I better go and check out what's going on over there." But yeah, fucking weird. But it was good. Like they, just, they were quite strong-willed characters, but they're also like because obviously they're all they're all athletes. I'm guessing in in their own little way. I think that's what they were deemed at. They were like a part of a um, a sports team. Yeah. Um, so they weren't like complete dizzy, yet they still got taken out quite... <laughs> yeah. You know, and considering they were supposed to be a team, it was like, um, oh, there's a moment like towards the end where they had, I thought they had him with the baseball bat and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then she still got, like those two were like going at, like ready, you know, they I thought they were going to be the final girls and stuff like that. And, was it that after or before they used the pizza guy as a table? Yeah, they just got the pizza. I give them a fuck. <laughs> they needed that pizza food. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, there were some really weird choices and some great moments in there that's going to be like really stick with stick in the memory of this. Yeah. Some of the kills and stuff, the way that he uses the drill was absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic. Some of the shots and stuff were and choices of like of where they're shooting it from was really, like, really interesting. I liked it that it was weird in places as well and, and it was quite and there were some kind of comedy moments as well because like the fridge bit where one of the girls has been put in the fridge <laughs> and this little sister's opening the fridge but doesn't look in there until yeah. the very end. Uh, I thought that was quite clever how they kept opening and closing it. Um and then the, there was also the bit with the plugged in saw. Yeah, yeah. The the you think oh yeah, the whole classic there's hundreds and hundreds of fucking tools that you can get to kill this guy. Yeah, you you pick the saw that's plugged in, and there's like there's loads of other stuff up there. There's like hammer. There's all like this other shit. But the one bit going back to weirdness, and this is what I quite liked about it. There's there's a one weird bit that I just thought was fucking hilarious, was where the main killer literally just he's kind of had a bit of a nap and he needs a little bit of a nap, I reckon, and he literally just decides to go into the middle of the floor and put a sheet over him and just lay there. And it's just so fucking weird. Pay, it paid so, off, though, you know. But yeah, another, the payoff is brilliant. He got another kill out of it, didn't he? <laughs> it's just fucking hilarious. I was just, hey, what's he doing? He's just laying down. Oh, maybe he's having a bit of a nap. He's a <laughs> fucking mental case, but that's the whole point, I guess. And it's like, she fucking runs out with the biggest machete a blink I've ever seen in my life. Like Jason style. Oh, it's Jason's length of, like, Oh, easy. No, well, she's got a Jason yeah, length. Talking about Jason's length again. Well, they go to town on him at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's the classic trope of like, oh, the killer's dead, but he's not. Oh, yeah, he's I knew, I knew that. Yeah. But then, like, I do like the way like, that he falls in the pool and he's like literally face down. But then when he jumps out for the last attack, he's bone dry. Yeah. <laughs> you noticed that? They fucking uh, chop his hand off. Uh, oh, that's good. good. That bit's good. I like uh-huh. that old stumpy a bit where she's he, like he's proper like her, isn't he? But he's still oh, going. Make- all right, he's still one hand and choking her. The makeup's fantastic. Mm. 
in this. Yeah, the special effects are absolutely brilliant. The kills. Another thing I do like about it as well, as the film goes on, don't you notice this, the, the killer gets more psychotic looking as it goes on. So he starts off his kind of normal-ish looking. By the end of it, he's just pale with red all around his eyes like he's just done a fucking, like, five grams of coke or something. Um, he was, was grey and almost yeah. like vampiric and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very interesting. It's, I like that. that that's a good, a, a good... Yeah, it was yeah, good. Really fucking, it. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a breath fresh air. It's like watching Sleepaway Camp for the first time. And, uh, yeah, yeah, let's not go that far. Um, and the, Well, it was up there. It's up there. It, was, it is up there. I enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed this one. And again, I don't know how this missed me. Again. I've never. I, I, I think I just saw it on Amazon. Well, that's the thing. I, yeah, but you think you'd see it being nineteen eighty two. You think you'd see it down the old video shop, wouldn't you? And with a cover like that, I think I probably would have bought it. Being a small young boy, <laughs> maybe that's why it wasn't about. Because <laughs> it was just you know, this one's just. Oh, I don't know what I would have done with myself if I had seen it when I was a small young boy. My mum wouldn't want me to watch this one. You know, she'd, <laughs> no, take, she she'd have taken the horror and all that sort of stuff, but you know, I wouldn't be able to allow to see a nipple. Uh, you know, at that age for whatever reason, weird, isn't it? <laughs> can see, a, can see someone's head chopped off, but you're not allowed to see a nipple. Oh my word! But yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad I picked this one. I must admit, this is one I'm of my. Glad you picked this one. I, I like these like ones where. We haven't seen them, and they just turn out to be fucking awesome. It's great. Another gem, another gem from the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get on to some Matt's facts then, dude. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna kick off with Matt's facts with um, a little statement I read online, okay. and this is from Amy Holden Jones, which is the director. Um, and it's just this is it's not from her. It's that Somebody's written written this about like it's a fact I've looked up on the internet. So Amy Holden Jones is not very sympathetic to people who complain that she is a sellout to her gender. As a woman who produced an exploitation flick with a lot of naked girls in it, that's what Roger Corman, the producer, wanted. And that's how it was done. You give the studio what they want. Nobody complains that Scorsese, Jonathan Demme or Ron Howard made exploitation pictures. But when a woman tries, she gets called a hypocrite and a turncoat. That's bullshit. It should be noticed that Holland Jones has parlayed this into a successful film career, producing such hits as Mystic Pizza and The Getaway. So she's obviously this is someone on her behalf. Um, but it's a good point, you know. I think it's a fair point. But it just proves it's like sometimes producers want this in there because it sells movies. It gets them rented. It's, you know... That's how it is. Yeah, why not a female director doing it? Yeah, absolutely. That's no problem. But so you can add some like. Different remember, in those days, this was it wasn't a, a common thing as always as it is. You're right. It is even it is. nowadays. It's not even there's there's not that many female directors when you really do the the maths against male. So is it? It is an exploitation movie at the end of the day, though. It falls on that lines of Driller Killer and stuff like that, and uh, it's definitely more of an exploitation movie than a straight-up slasher. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Definitely. So another fact is Michael uh, Valhalla, which is uh, the main guy, the killer, um, didn't talk to anybody. Um, he isolated and didn't want to talk uh, to get in role which was quite interesting. 
Um, the pool scene at the end wasn't actually in the original movie. They went back and reshot that part, which I'm really glad about because I don't. I think that that end scene was cool. I liked it. It ended it really, really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The original draft of this movie was called "Don't Open the Door," which is more of an exploitation sort of. Um, yeah, type. it is, isn't it? They had some really yeah. daft ones back in the day. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. You're very, very right on that one. So a funny thing about the poster, there's only actually one person from the movie on the poster. Um, if you look at it closely, and that's Jackie out of the movie. The others are just people that you don't know. Uh, and an actress called uh, Gillian Kesner, who is not in the movie, which is quite interesting. You always get these things. You always get these things in it that's not in the movie. It's so funny on the covers and stuff like that. And the body count. I was surprised at this. I did think it was more, but it is the body count is 12. Oh, it felt more. Quite big, quite big for a, a, a slasher of movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. And that's all I got, dude. But there are other Slumber Party Massacre movies. There, there's like a whole franchise of this sort of thing. There's like, I think, how many, how many of this one? I think there's three, isn't there? Slumber Party think, Massacre. Yeah, yeah. There's also Cheerleader Massacre. Yeah, and uh, the pool party massacre, and there's quite a few. Yeah, yeah, I might have to seek these out. There's quite a few on net, um, on Amazon. I might have to watch it a couple. Does, it does look like the 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 next one, like two and three, get sleazier and sleazier. Sorry to say, I watched a little clip of one. I was like, oh my god, this is not a horror movie. <laughs> I'll put myself through it just so I can <laughs> just to see what they're like. <laughs> Should we uh, rate this bad boy or bad girl? Yeah, for me, it's going to get an eight. It's right. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an eight. It's a cl- solid, it's a, solid eight. Solid eight. It's a classic. I will definitely go back and watch this. One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll fast forward the first like twenty. Oh yeah, sure, years, sure. Obviously. Ah, <laughs> oh, good one. I'm glad we picked this. Well, uh, what have we got? I think it's down to you to pick our next movie from the vault. I am picking, Paul. I am. You're co- completely correct. So. I was thought, you know, we've done a few slashes, we've done a few films, we've done a few goodies lately, but we haven't done this goodie. And we're massive fans of this, and we've got, we know a lot of people that are fans of this movie. We are going to be doing, our next movie from the vault is The Monster Squad. Oh, oh my God, that's exciting. I mean, this, this was on my... Amazon Prime. Yeah. For free. I won't be watching my digitally mastered whatever yeah, the fuck whatever you want to call it so yeah I'll be watching it on that um, but yeah this was my Goonies man I can't wait to talk about this yeah keep it keep it down yeah it down. fucking excited especially after just talking about the bloody alley cat stuff Ooh, yes synergy oh I like that <laughs> yeah so we 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 are going to be doing the Monster Squad I'm wow looking forward to this we're going to have to proper reminisce and uh talk about this one in, in it's going to be a really cuts. cool episode the next episode is going to be really cool because we've got Synchronic we're going to bring you to talk about Synchronic that's going to be that will be an interesting conversation to start yeah, with yeah. we've got something special planned in in the works for someone to scream about Ooh, fingers crossed um, and then yeah what a fucking pull the Monster Squad what a legend Wolfman's got nuts he has indeed well, there's only one more thing to say then. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil. 
and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at Draw One Last, Instagram at Draw One Last Breath, or pop us an email at Draw One Last Breath Pod at hotmail.com.